When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Don't tell me what to do, sister. You heard me. By the way, uh, I did notice that uh, two things, that the complete sheet is on vacation for three weeks during Christmas. Three weeks. And then I also noticed that Amy Daniels is on vacation for longer than that. <laughs> she works well, hard. What the hell is that? It was her birthday yesterday. Oh, was it really? The oh. birthday. Well, happy birthday, Amy. Oh, I feel terrible. I didn't know. I feel terrible because I make fun of people all the time, and I actually really like them. So I shouldn't make fun of her the day after her birthday. But you are a pain in the ass, Amy. Let me just point that out. I can say that after her birthday, can't I? Yeah, totally. yesterday. Yeah, I on so. her birthday. Yesterday was her special day. Not today. Not today. <laughs> Sorry. The clock is ticked, sister. That's all I'm saying. Um, I see that Alec Baldwin almost got in a fist fight in New York because anti-Israel protesters went after him big time, so he's in a shouting match. I am surprised he didn't punch the guy because Alec Baldwin is well known for punching people. There's no doubt yeah, about that. There's something Tom nostalgic about you saying, I didn't even know the context, but you said, Alec Baldwin's in a screaming match in the streets of New York. I was like, that is as heartwarming as any Christmas carol you could pull out for me. It's true. Again? Really? He's in a fight, a fight in the street again? Oh, Alec. Yeah, I know his brother Danny pretty well. Danny Baldwin's a great guy. You guys ever met Danny? No, I don't think so. Nope. We should probably have him, have him come on sometime. He's a very funny guy. But all he ever does, whenever I used to have him on the queue... Or he'd come into town and come on the podcast, all the rest of it. All he ever talked about is, so what have you been up to, Danny? Uh, same old stuff, saving Alex's ass every five seconds. He's always getting into trouble. Then I have to come in and beat the piss out of somebody because he's kind of a sugar tit. I mean, it was <laughs> wonderful. He's talking about his own brother. <laughs> and they love one another. Yeah. They love one another, but it's just, oh, my God. Al- Alec is a little different than the other Baldwin brothers. There's no doubt about that. He runs hot. There's no question. And his wife can't decide which uh, nationality, religion, skin color. She can't decide what she is. Because what is she now? Uh, right now, what is she supposed to be? So she, her name is, um, she likes to go Hilaria. Uh, Hilaria, um, yeah. It's, it's not Hillary. Hillary, it's Hilaria. Yeah, it's Hillary. It's Hilaria. And she was on an interview uh, doing like a recipe and, and it was under the guise of she's like Latino mm-hmm. and nope, right, she never said, right. came out saying, Hey, I'm Latino, but she'd go, how you say cucumbers is yes. like oh, one of God. her famous lines. Yep. 
Like, bitch, oh, you know fraud. the word cucumber, okay? No, that's absolutely true. I don't know. Why do people do that to pretend to be somebody? Do they hate themselves so much they don't want to be themselves anymore? I think it, for her, it was an in. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was an in. She was she was a server, and I think she went in New York, and that's oh. how she met Alec. And I think it was her way of, like, sticking out. And I think it just kept working for her. And she just kept doing it. Yeah. She's from Boston. Yeah. What are we talking about? Like, you know what cucumber means, <laughs> yes. lady? My and, God. Yeah. And Hillary, we can see you. Like, we we right. know that right. you're not. She went to Cambridge and yeah. NYU. You yeah, know yeah. what a goddamn cucumber is, right. lady. It it almost feels like, like when girls will do the British accents, it's like she did that at a party once, and then it just... Mm -hmm she just stuck with it. Like somebody was like, Oh, like, that's good. And like, you must be, you must be Hispanic. And then she was like, uh, yeah. And si. just stuck with it. See si. si. uh, how you say uh, cucumber. No, comprende. <clears throat> what a joke. I, you know what though? What's amazing about it. All that work she does to pretend she's something she's not. I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. I oh, have no. no idea what she looks like. She's beautiful. None. She's she? like, yeah, she put out like 10 kids and she looks beautiful. They have so many kids too. Oh, really? And I, I don't know if this is a really bad comment, but Say it. Oh, she I feel like there's going to be some regret because there was this big pushback in 2022 when we all found out that she wasn't Latino origin. But she mm -hmm. named her kids all like Latino names. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What a fraud. Like, like Eduardo and like so part of me is like, do you regret it a little like that's. You can't just now switch back to Hillary. Like you, right. you just have to commit forever. And those poor kids are gonna grow up. Or I don't know how old they are now, but as adults, be like Eduardo, and you're just some, you know, random white kid sitting in class. Yeah, having yep. to explain this every day. Here, <laughs> I'm here, teacher. Yeah. Boston. <laughs> kind of by coincidence, I just thought of something that happened to me yesterday. Mrs. I. I had to have something notarized yesterday. Right. Oh. Mm -hmm. Ooh. So I go down to the notary, and she's a Spanish woman. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she she might have been Cuban, I think. Uh, she, I think she was Cuban. But so I give her the paperwork, and she said, well, there's a problem. I can't do this. And I said, why not? She said, because there are two different names on this document. No. I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, um, at the top, it says Tom Bernard. But at the bottom, it says Thomas Bernard. I said, yeah, that's the same name. She said, there, but there's no H in Tom. And I said, yeah, I know. That's how you spell Tom. And she was very pleasant about it, but she had no idea that Tom mm. and Thomas was the same name. Not a that, clue. I just heard a really funny bit about that with that Nate Bargatze guy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, he His name is Nate. And he was like, so at some point, I don't know when, on my Delta Sky Miles, I decided I'm not Nathan, I'm Nate. And on right. my license, it's Nathan. And I might as well be a full-on terrorist every oh, time yeah. I pull up. <laughs> so, Tom, when you were saying that, I was like, does that happen often for you? First time it's ever happened to me, ever. She said, well, why isn't there an H in Tom if it's the same name? I said, I can't tell you. I don't know. But in America, it's Tom and Thomas. It's not Tomas. See, she thought T-O-M-A-S should have been mm -hmm. my name. She thought Tomas was like Tom and Tom. Are you doing Tom? I sound like William Shatner now. Uh, but she was very pleasant about it. But I'd never run across that before that, that somebody did not know that Tom without an H is short for Thomas with an H. 
They don't know. Some people yeah. don't know that, I guess. Yeah. If, if English isn't your first language, you definitely get a pass because there's a lot of weird things that go totally. on in English. Like Richard and Dick never really made any sense to no. me. Like, no. So there's a lot of weird stuff like that. But Tom and Thomas is at least close enough where it sounds like she was able to figure it out and let you get on with your day. I do know something. But now, by coincidence, by the way, Catherine and I took a boat trip down the Mississippi about 10 years ago. Same thing happened. I got on and they gave everybody their name tag and they spelled my name T-H-O-M. Thom. Thom. There must be a, a Spanish deal or something, but that's T-O-M-A-S, isn't it? Tomas. So There's no they... H in Tomas. I know yeah, that's I like... Uh like european i know there's some hockey players like thomas tatar he, like he do he knows uh he has the t-o-m-a-s but he's like swedish or something he's swedish yeah i like it that works for me is all i have to tell you but yeah i mean it's uh, you know it's not that big a deal uh we're joined now by jude from uh score north yeah we this woman yesterday did not know that tom t-o-m is short for thomas t-h-o-m-a-s she had no idea. She's like I said. I think she was Cuban. I'm not sure, but sure. And that's T O M A S in Cuba, I guess. So there is no H. But she she insisted there were two separate names. I said no. Actually, she was very nice about it. Don't get me wrong, but it's the first time it's ever happened to me that somebody didn't know that Tom is short for Thomas. Interesting. Yeah, I, I haven't. I guess I can see that. I haven't thought about that, and it wouldn't occur to me. But. As a guy named Judd, who's been called Jeff and John his entire life, because no, <laughs> no one could comprehend the fact that, like, in a crowded bar or something, when you say yeah. Judd, people don't hear Judd. They hear, ordinarily, it's Jeff. Then I just say, okay, yeah. Yeah, my, my name's Jeff. That's cool. Well, yeah, the, good thing about, the good thing about that is, though, when I was a kid, there was mm -hmm. a big TV show about a lawyer, and it was called Judd for the Defense. Did you yes. ever hear of it? Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Uh, Carl Betts. It's one of the. Carl it's Betts, one right. of the rare film, or I'm sorry, it's one of the rare TV shows that is not circulated. I don't think. I don't think I've That's ever true. seen it in reruns. You're right, and you think with all the streaming now that everything would be on television. It might be some. Who the hell knows? It's probably hiding somewhere. I have no idea. But Judd for the defense. Oh, he. It's you know what? We can do a Judd and Tevin defense of uh, our basketball team because they pulled one out of their ass last night. Man, did you watch that how game, about, Tevin? How about did, that, Tevin? Yeah. Whew. I mean, and like the Jimmy Butler revenge game, first time we've played him since he left. <laughs> yeah. we. The, it, I keep waiting for the letdown for this team, and it just doesn't happen. And so I think I'm finally to the point where obviously they're going to lose games eventually, but for right now it feels good, and I've, that kind of uh, waiting for the other shoe to drop has subsided, and I think we can at least make it till the playoffs before we start to worry again. They're really good. They're really yeah, – I've right. just decided yep. they're just really damn good. And part of what I love, too, is they refuse to be bullied, which is not normal necessarily for teams in our town. But uh, they absolutely – like the Heat have, you know, Heat culture. It mm -hmm. says Heat uh, – Tom, it says Heat culture on their court. They're, they pride themselves on this culture of toughness, and we're going to kick your ass. Oh, yeah. And, and the Wolves fell down by 17 a few times in the first half and came right. back. Mm. Uh, but the Wolves, the Wolves are just tough. Like, it's fun. They're good, and they're not going to be pushed around. And for years, my God, did they get pushed around. They did indeed. Now, I have to ask you guys a question, an NBA question. I think it is, or maybe it's just college. I don't know. Um, 
Is there a Swedish looking guy in the NBA? Cause he has very blonde hair. He's about, he's about seven foot one, seven foot two, something like that. You know who I'm talking? Is there somebody like that in the NBA? Um, hmm. Not that comes to that's blonde. Not that he's comes blonde. To he looks very him. Swedish, actually. Are you talking about Kristaps Porzingis? Is that who it is? Is I, he, he that tall? I, yeah, I think he's Latvian. Yeah, he oh, he's has, a Latvian. Well, he, he could be. Yeah, he, he has dark. Latvian. He has kind of darker hair. Does he? Like, I thought. Yeah, he was I don't a... know of any blonde. Laurie Markin well, in his finish. Players off the top of my head. Markin, how tall is he? Um, I'm looking it up now. But did, did something happen that you saw on TV, Tom? No, something happened in an elevator I got on yesterday. So I get on this elevator, and it's going down to the first floor, and it stops at, the, like, the seventh floor. This guy gets on the elevator, and I look at him, and I realize his shoulder, not his head, his shoulder is about that much taller than I am. Jeez. I mean, this guy was huge. I mean, not, he wasn't broad. He was kind of tall and skinny. But I could not believe how tall a son bitch was. I, his shoulders were two inches taller than my whole body. <laughs> Good wow. God. So do you have any idea who that could This guy definitely was a basketball player somewhere at some time, maybe just in college or something. I don't know, because you guys would know him. Uh, like I said, he's about seven one, seven two. He's got blonde hair. He's very, you know, he's lean. He's not, you know, rail thin. He's lean. Very nice guy. Very pleasant person. All the rest of it. But uh, apparently, his father lives right down the road or, or something. So he comes to visit his father every Christmas. Hmm. I wish I would have gotten his name because he's a really, really nice guy. Well, but it's man, probably. Was he- it's probably not an NBA player then, because you you wouldn't have time to go see family. At yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it That's might true. be a college kid on some type of break, but yeah, Maybe. I would guess it's not a pro. The pro players don't. That, that's the one thing about their schedules, uh, Tom. They don't. You don't have time to like peel off. There's no time to peel off. No, you that's are true. Yeah. In season, in fact, the NBA now has um, uh, five games on Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh God. And I th- want to say LeBron James has played in every Christmas Day game for probably the past twenty years. Like it feels really? like every year, whether he was yeah. on the Lakers or the Heat or the Cavs, he was always the prime time slot on Christmas Day. I can close the story with this: It's very, very hard to put off a tough guy image when you're standing next to a guy who's a foot and about three inches taller than you are. <laughs> Holy Christ, that guy was big. Anyway, moving forward with the uh, the uh, you know positive info we got from your your Timberwolves pulled off another one. It looked like they're going to lose. Got the piss kicked out of them in the first quarter, as you said. Yep, but they pulled it out, so that's great. I mean, that's is it the coach, Tevin? Yeah, I think it has a little bit to do with the coach, but I also think that for years we kind of talked about Carl Anthony Towns and the rest of the team just kind of needing yeah. to grow up and learn how to win, and it feels like you know after the end of this last season when Rudy Gobert is, you know, punching teammates in the face and McDaniels is punching the wall (laughs) Ant goes overseas and has a great FIBA world cup. And Carl Anthony Towns kind of went on his little sabbatical of working out overseas. And it feels like over the off season, we really grew up and they realized, Hey, we can't play the way we did at the end of the season. If we want to be taken seriously. And now they're actually, you know, I feel like they've grown up and Finch probably has a lot to do with that. But, um, yeah, it's all kind of coming together, and it's good to see. I mean, every, every time I, I uh, 
check in on them. They just pulled another one out. I mean, it seems like they're winning every damn game. I know they're not, yeah. but it seems like they well, are. They're yeah. 20 and five though. So they're, it's yeah. close. Yeah. 20 and five is impressive. It really I, is. I, I also think in retrospect now that that, uh, that, that dust up, although embarrassing between Gobert and it, Anderson, where Gobert punched him uh, at the end of last season actually might've helped in the long run. Because I think stuff like that can either fracture a team completely and you're completely screwed or it can galvanize them, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it actually galvanized things. I think that there was a, I think there were moments last year now in retrospect that probably helped shape this current team. No, I can see it. Well, back in the queue doing the morning show over there, whenever anybody lipped off, Brittany would just go beat the piss out of them and the things would settle down. Good for Brittany. That's awesome. She was the enforcer. It was nice. It was also I got my cardio in, got my heart rate up. Sure. You know, it was just a daily occurrence. So it was actually a daily occurrence on that show, by the way. It's also why oh, we make HR. It work I'm not even talking to, to you. Don't even bother with me. I'm not going to meet with you. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm just going to beat my uh, coworkers up, and that's going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. No, you're good. All right. What else is happening in the sports world? Anything good for Minnesota at all? What? Uh, Timberwolves. The hockey team lost last night, so that's not that's Again. not good. Um, yeah. The Vikings are going to stick with the quarterback who put up uh, some decent statistics, but submarine the game on Saturday. So that's not necessarily good. Although I'm telling you, so right now in the NFC, the conference the Vikings are in time. There are five teams with identical seven and seven records. No. One of them is going to win the putrid NFC South, so they'll be the fourth seed. But the other four are battling for two playoff spots. And the Vikings are in, arguably, or they are in the best position of them. So they are still the sixth seed. It's amazing. It's like the Vikings blow these games, right? Like to the Bears and the Bengals. And and the rest of the conference is like, well, hold on a second. We've got your back. We'll yeah. lose. or we'll sc- yeah. Now, Seattle finally, Seattle did win last night. But um, the Vikings still remain in incredibly good shape for a team that is is seven and seven. You know, I got, I'm telling you, like I said, huge Twins fan, but the Vikings are really not that far behind the Twins. I, I, I do like the Twins more, but the, the gap is not very big between the Vikings and the Twins. I just, you'd think they could stumble into a Super Bowl win, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, and you'd think, I was thinking about this. How many teams, since the Vikings last went and lost in their fourth Super Bowl, how many teams in the league haven't been to one? Detroit, Cleveland, but Cleveland, Mm -hmm. the franchise moved to Baltimore. It came back, but it's like stopped for like a seven-year period. Yeah. Um, I don't think Jacksonville's been to one, but I mean, it's a very small list and of teams that have actually, you know, not taken a sabbatical or not been expansion teams. I agree. It's just, it's mind boggling. They can't accidentally end up in one. Right. You would think and accidentally win one somehow. Yeah. Well, that would be nice. That would be nice. But yeah, it's uh, and this team is, this team is very Vikings like in that fact that they, they refuse to make things easy. <laughs> That's very true. They just refuse to make things. Everything they do is like pulling teeth this year. It's all true, man. So that's everything. Sports looking good. Your life's looking good. Is that the ticket? 
Yeah, my life's looking good. Be- my life is be- because we're going to have a brown Christmas and the roads have no ice on them. I know. And isn't that amazing? Almost January 1st. And I'm going to admit, if I was 14, I'd be very disappointed. At 54, I'm thrilled. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday. He's from New York. And he's not in New York. Wasn't there for the La Nina or El Nino or whatever the hell it was. But apparently he, he got a call last night or yeah, I guess yesterday afternoon because I talked to him last night. Got a call. Apparently, uh, he's not wild about this, but I think I'd be happy. Uh, apparently, his basement is now a swimming pool. So, oh no, <laughs> the whole basement flooded, all of it. Oh no, what <laughs> a you... nightmare! Oh man. Oh, and and how much is ruined? All of it. Because... He said it's all destroyed. The whole thing. Oh my god! You might have to tear the damn house down because it's that bad. That literally the entire basement is full of water. <laughs> oh my God. What a oh that'd be a little hard to deal with. So we're having a much better day than my friend is, don't you think? Hell yeah. Are you kidding? Yes. No, yeah, nobody's flooded out or anything. Do I look weird when I lean back in my chair and it looks like I'm about um, yeah. one of the lollipop guild? It, it looks like in those movies when they have the silver tray with the lid on it and they lift it up and it's like the, just the head sitting on like just a tray of lettuce. Yeah, yeah that's, what yeah. You're, that's what you look like right now. Yeah. You're right there. Too, you better. <laughs> on the noggin, on the platter. And Judd, I guess technically, well, I mean, it is sports-related news. I feel like we should at least bring it up. With the Anthony Edwards scandal with this Instagram model and him saying oh, yeah. that, you know, more or less demanding an abortion, I mean, very insensitive were the text messages, not necessarily anything criminal. But uh, do you think there's going to be any type of distraction factor playing in for the Timberwolves moving forward? No, because it's so off the court and it's got mm-hmm. and and here and here's the thing about that. And I don't mean to be flippant here, but it's going to sound it. Do you know how much this happens in pro sports? Oh, it's got to be all like, the time. like Sean, Sean Kemp in the 90s. Didn't he have like seven children by seven seven different yep women mm-hmm. um i believe uh um antonio cromarty who ended up with the jets he he's he's retired i think now but anyway i think he had like 11 different kids yeah and uh adrian peterson was the same way um, yeah yep. you know, so, so no so no i don't think i think distractions are more part and parcel of things that affect the team or are just out of the norm. You know, mm-hmm. if you get arrested, for instance, yeah. you become a distraction. But I think that this, if she hadn't put that out on Instagram, it doesn't get out, and his teammates no. might find out, and his teammates wouldn't be surprised. No. Of, so. all, of all the things I think you're allowed to throw an LOL after, not after getting abortion, yeah. LOL. If he would have showed just even an ounce of sympathy and understanding towards this yeah. woman. Cause she was like, you know, I've already had an abortion. It didn't sit right with me. All I had to do is I understand that, you know, this is a very emotional decision to make. It's not something I take lightly. I just would prefer not to have a kid, yeah. you know, and well, whatever, do more of a joint effort. But yeah, to just go, LOL, send me a video of you taking send the video. Pills, like, come on, send man. the video. Why are you, and here's my question to Ugh. you. And I, I know why, uh, but why are you texting about this? Like, yeah. yeah, phone call you know, works from all from a, no matter how you feel, you should be making a phone call one because it's the decent thing to do Two because then there's no trail. Yeah, like like everything else can be dug up or saved. And I, he is he is a fabulous basketball player. 
he is as immature as possible. And that's mm. very, very clear. But the thing is, the thing is, he comes off like and publicly a good guy. And Tom can confirm this because Tom's known a ton of guys that played sports as well. Never confuse an athlete who you like or their public persona with who they really might be. You got that right. There mm. are some yep. awful human beings who come off as good guys. Awful. Oh, look at her, Beck. I mean, you know. I was oh, say, yeah. let's start naming names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the 87 Twins. Let's just. I, I remember one time, one time I had a, a, a friend that I knew, and he was, he, he grew up a huge Puckett fan. And so I started to tell him all about, you know, Puckett yeah, behind yep. the scenes. And he was just distraught. Yep. He was just distraught. And as I always, you know, my go-to story is this. One of the nicest guys to me that I ever covered, really, really, really nice guy to me, was Darren Sharper. Yeah. Oh, really? And, he's now, and, and he is now in jail and will never, I don't think, get out. So, like, that's the one where I just, I never try to, I never confuse what you think you know about an athlete with who they really are. Because the other thing, too, is we do not live in their world. No, it's very, very true. They're so not I civilians. I have a question for you guys, because I'm thinking about this, you know, having all these children and this one, and you know, we should have done this, should have done it. I never once in my life had unprotected sex with somebody I barely knew. There is no way I would have exposed myself to that. It could ruin your life. Now, these guys are multimillionaires, so maybe they don't have to think that way. But I don't the diseases and all that stuff. Don't you want to protect yourself against disease? I mean, you don't really know this person, do you? I, I don't think they think about it, Tom. Like, it, it's a great point. I don't think they think about it. I don't think they ever think about... I, I think part of being an... I think part of being a young athlete, or perhaps not so young at times, mm -hmm. yeah. is I think you... If this makes any sense, I think you go through life suspending your belief about things because you always believe that you can win. Yeah. Or that you true. won't get caught or that you it's a it's I'm telling you, I've seen people who try to befriend athletes and I'm not talking about th them all and certainly not the old school guys like the the Herbex and those guys are from a completely different generation. They are. But yeah. today's athlete, I've seen people try to become friends with them and it's just really not all that possible for the majority. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They are. Like I said, they are yep. not. It, it sounds stupid, but they are not civilians like we are. They are. They live yeah, in a world. Yeah. They live in a world of financial comfort. They live in a world of competitive desires. That you, that you know, some guy who's playing pickup hockey at seven a.m. on a Sunday cannot identify with. No, that's true. So it's all about the money, then, isn't it? I have so much money, I don't have to make prudent decisions. Well, it's, think about it yeah it's that yes. and like i even remember you know being at ndsu and hearing stories of some of my teammates that were like i never had to go to class in high school because my teacher would just give me an a if i scored an extra mm -hmm. touchdown on friday night right. so then when you get to college it's more of kind of the same thing of you know we'll have somebody else you know take your uh, classes for you take do your homework and then when you get to the pros it's you know you you're walking into buildings, not having to pay for any of your, you know, your dinners and you're getting a lot of stuff for free and things like that. So you, when you have that happen your entire life, you're like, I can do whatever I want. The world is yep. my oyster and yep. there are no consequences because everybody loves me. 
Also, never underestimate how dumb you were in your 20s. Like, yes. I just hung out with a 20-year-old woman who is so smart. And we were talking about things. And at one point, she goes, yeah, I asked this guy, hey, are you clean? Are you dirty? I go, what do you you wear a condom. Like, what do you mean? You asked him. He said he was clean. I was like, what does that mean, first Nothing. of all? Nothing. Nothing. I was like, also, I was like, do you think that this person's going to go, I actually have this and that? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. What clean? Like, I was like, and then I remember I'm like, like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, I'm pretty sure I had that vernacular and those conversations when I was 20. Like, clean yeah. and dirt. I was like, yeah. Oh. Well, it is what it is. What are you going to do? And now all those people are in their mid-30s, and look what we got now. Well, exactly. But 20-year-olds have been dumb for the for, the, <laughs> for eternity. I mean, yeah, Brittany's right. Brittany's exactly right. We yeah. all were. Uh, we all. We, and the worst part is you think you know everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is true. But I never, ever once exposed myself to that because we were extremely poor, and I promised myself I am not going to ruin my life. I was very, very careful about all of that stuff. Because, again, if I had impregnated a woman when I was 19 years old, 20 years old, I'd still be living in that same shithole. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's... It would have changed my life forever. That's what they yeah. have to think about. But I suppose if you're a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, you don't have to think about any of that stuff. You're right. I guess. You're right. You just say, here's a check, and you move on, I think. Yep. All right, Pally, we will talk to you later, like tomorrow later. Awesome. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks Bye, everybody. Judd Zolgad, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, score north. Take a break. Be right back in a couple of seconds. Chris Eggert will join us. You know the song Kokomo, right? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys. Well, I hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys and Island Chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now, that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, and I'm a part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield, and he's a super real estate agent. When it comes to finding your tropical island space in the keys, he lives there and here. And Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. Should get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. I love the idea that Minnesotans can contact two other Minnesotans, Matt and Kristen, and, you know, deal with people you kind of feel comfortable with. That it's the way I feel about it. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and our Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warm them up, move them to plow, and repark them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan, a sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? 
I'm Jim Paul, and, well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales. This idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so, okay, the crew has decided. Yeah! Yeah, Now we're talking So then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow Sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust, with respect that you deserve. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant. Over the years at holiday time, Bradshaw and Bryant has been able to help thousands of Minnesotans arrive home safely from the bars. This year, there's still lots of things that we can do to ensure that you stay safe on the roads, like slowing down, giving yourself enough time that you're not in a rush, no texting and driving, hands-free phone calls, and of course, no drinking and driving. Please be safe so that you get home to your loved ones. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. This year, my biggest wish is that we all remain happy, healthy, and even a little more kind to one another. A lawyer who will fight with confidence and pride. A working harder, going farther. With Mike Bryant on your side. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. What do you think of that tune, belting it out, ladies and gentlemen? Guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen, just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office valuation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals who become friends of mine. Nice people. They are. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30-minute treatments with no pain, no downtime afterward. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800 value when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Acoustic wave therapy can rescue your relationship and has been clinically proven to break up plaque and improve blood flow to the penis. Definitely take advantage of this limited-time special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. I would not recommend a service like this unless I knew they could help you. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Look at that. I finally got my noggin even with everybody else's. Welcome. Even when I lean back, it looks fine, huh? You know what I'm saying? Welcome. Yeah, looks good. Yeah, see, look at Chris. Is, he's dropping down even further, you know. I was telling him yesterday, uh, I ran in, I walked on an elevator. I'm going on, down a few floors. Guy gets on the elevator. His shoulders were two inches higher than my head. He well, that's about, a big dude. Seven one, seven two, something like that. Very, very tall guy. So I've decided to sit way up in my chair so I don't feel like a shrimp anymore, like I did yesterday. Do you guys have? Po- I have posture problems. I always have. I just don't sit up. People are always saying, "Quit slumping, quit slouching." Blah blah blah. <laughs> no, yeah. I know. I know what you I mean. Do I like feel, doing this. I feel like I can't. Like I will like consciously realize, okay, maybe I should like shoulders back and like. And then 
doesn't get a good stretch, but then I immediately resort back to like the goblin. Yeah. You know, just yeah. hunch in my chair. Absolutely. By the way, that noise he just made, he does that all the time. I'll tell you what, that, that was the noise I made earlier this morning. Chris, I have a bone to pick with you at some point Uh-oh. in the segment. Oh, 100%. Uh-oh. Bring it. Let's go. So I wake right, up this morning. Uh, wait, oh. I have to introduce him Absolutely. first. A lot, of, a lot of guys follow procedure on the show. I don't know if you know that. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a rule breaker. Pains in the ass. Rebel. Channel 5. <laughs> Did you just say I'm a rebel? <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake, AJ. Brittany, would you throw them out? I know you have to drive in to throw them out, but could you do it? I'm on it. Or my rebel. <laughs> okay. Channel 5's Chris Eggers is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert with the news. AJ has a bone to pick, and that's all I have to say. So, Chris, I wake up this morning. Alarm goes off, 5.15. I'm shaking rubbing the sleep out of my eyes. I do my like drunken slumber down to the, the basement so I can go shower. I get done, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to start the day. I open up my Twitter timeline and right at the top <laughs> of my feed, I nearly crap my pants with this image from what can only be described as a Christmas horror mascot. Tom, Brittany, are you ready? I've shown Tevin this already. This is insane that they're just trotting this out for children to be a part of. Okay. Terrifying. Like, oh, what, what is that? Where is that? This, this is the image that Chris Eggert tweeted this morning for the public to see before 6 a.m. This is what, Chris, maybe, is this Eddie uh, McYeti? Midtown Global Market. Yeah, Midtown Global Market had this creature, and then they had a contest to come up with a name for the creature. And that was the first, I, that was the first article that popped up on my phone this morning when I woke up at like 4 o'clock when I was, or 3 o'clock when I was still laying in bed. And I was like, ah, and uh, I felt like it. I, I wanted everyone to see it, AJ. So I'm glad that I'm yeah. glad it startled you out of bed this morning. There's there's just so many things horrific about it. Like you couldn't just pick one horrific thing. It is. Huh. Oh. <laughs> Look at that thing. You know what though? Uh, including one of the people on the show right now. Every single black friend I have is going. It looks like every other white guy. What are you talking about? Right. I know I, that's what you think. Looks like a cross between AJ, Brittany, and Tom. That's what well, I, 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 thought, I thought it was weird that he was tweeting <laughs> out a picture of Bob Sansevier that early in the morning. <laughs> it's a picture of Sammy. <laughs> All right. All right. Th- thank you. Thank you for letting me pick my bone with you, Chris. You're welcome. Yep. Uh, good morning. What is the point of this thing? What is it supposed to be? A Grinchy? Uh, they wanted to have or? a mascot there, like uh, an abominable snowman, Yeti type situation. And I don't know. I don't know where the design came from. I'm not. All I can tell you is there was a contest to name it, and that that's what the story was. And again, where is this? Where where can people go to see uh, this? Midtown live? Global Market, where you can also get a camel burger. A camel burger. Uh huh. Midtown Global Market is that the used to be the Sears building? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Right there. Uh, it's great. A great great food. Great place to go eat. Uh, Eddie McYeti is his name. Eddie McYeti. I like that. That works for me. Eddie so he McYeti. is kind of an like Italian Sansevier of snow people or whatever the hell he's supposed to be. You know, he looks like he's got a kind of a slouching problem, too, now that I, I'm yep. looking at him. Yep. Sort of a hunched. I suppose, though, when you're that tall, it's hard to you know get around. 
So how tall is it? Did, did you you were you stood by the statue? I no, I don't have oh, the scale. I'm not sure how tall it is. There's no live report. Chris Eggert coming to you live from Eddie McYeti. I mean, listen, I had no idea how big of a deal Eddie McYeti was going to turn into on my Twitter feed this morning. <laughs> I, you know, I may. Maybe I should stop by Midtown Global Market on my way home and, uh, you know, get to the bottom of it. If you have a cracked screen, the guy over there will fix it for less than 100 bucks on your iPhone, too. So I've made that. Really? Yeah, I've stopped by there many times. At that market? Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's also a DMV in the basement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I have a question for you. I drop my phone at least five to ten times a year, and it never cracks. What do you have to do to get a phone to crack now? I don't know. Ask my freaking kids. They seem to be able to breathe <laughs> on it, and the thing breaks. They're like, do you guys see the new iPhone came out? Yeah, quick, throw your phones on the ground. Dad's going to buy us a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Although uh, Tommy's going to change his service, I will tell you that, because I see these places like Mint Mobile now. You get uh, two phones for like 30 bucks a month service. Yeah. Yeah, I go with straight talk. It's $50, unlimited everything, send it. Let's go. No, I've been using it for years. It works like you a know how much my phone bill is? Probably like 380 bucks a month. Jesus. Yeah, are you still paying out the wazoo for, for that? I know you were telling us uh, a couple yeah. months, maybe a month or so back, like you were having all these yeah. like extra charges for no reason. Yep, we gotta we gotta be getting rid of that service as soon as possible. I hope it goes tits up to tell you the truth. Who's all on your plan? Catherine and me. Okay, just checking. <laughs> You're lucky. I got my kids and my parents. So I've got me and my wife, my kids and my parents also all on the plan. I'm like the freaking godfather of our stupid wireless plan. It's so stressful. It's so freaking expensive. I wanna kick them all off. Come to me. You know what? You just said something horrible, and you don't even know it. You know, Tom, you know what? Both my parents are still alive. Really nice, Chris. Really only nice. Only one. Only one. Oh, it's only one? Yeah, it's <laughs> my mom it and my stepdad. I should have clarified. My dad's Oh, dead. there you go. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. So how much is your total bill a month? <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Right. <laughs> you know, he's a terrible human being. I just want to clarify. You're not going to make me feel guilty about we need to inv- one, alive, one parent alive. We need to investigate um, you, Chris? Like... <laughs> bump him off? That's what is it? It's like 500 freaking dollars. It's ridiculous. It's 500 bucks a month? Yeah. Oh, God. Jesus. No, Six people a and a bunch of freaking iPads, and it's like, what? Oh, sure. I got to get another, 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 another part-time job just to pay for all this crap. You should follow along that that Hollywood actor that owns Mint Mobile. What's his name again? Ryan Reynolds. Uh, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There's no way he actually uses Mint Mobile, right? No, he owns Mint Mobile. But, but. Does I would he, say he does, because w- what difference does it make? It's what your phone's connected to. As long as it gets serviced, I'll connect my phone to whatever sure. service you have if it's cheap. I, I just feel like he doesn't. <laughs> I well, like he owns the company, kind of. Yeah, but that's to. like somebody doing an ad. You know, like that's like Joe Montana doing the ad yeah. for Isotoner gloves. Ain't no freaking way he was wearing those gloves. What are you gloves. talking about? Every day he wore them, and <laughs> right, As, and got Brett, up out there in California and put on his beautiful. Gloves. And Brett Favre wore those copper steel yeah, socks. Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Every don't down. Say word, but... Don't say don't say the word steel in front of him. All right, because he. Uh, he puts his hand on a little dough down there in Mississippi and oh, yeah. didn't get away with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I got a question for you. So you made 25 million bucks a year for your entire life and you still need to steal something. What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, listen, make money, spend big, you know, all the, the yeah. more money you make, the more you're yeah. spending. I suppose you're right for, for this one time we can Thank say you. that you were right. Thank you. So what else is in there? Any, any, you know, I haven't even looked at the news this morning. I, I looked at the, the news that was sent to me and there's a lot of good stuff in there, but I haven't even looked at the news this morning. I will update yesterday. There was uh we had a Sunday night into Monday. This is a, a turning of the season story that happens all the time in Minnesota. 35, 40 um, fishermen got stuck on upper red Lake Ooh. and a big sheet of ice broke off. And um, they were out, I think they said, it had floated away quite a bit. They like 500 feet. And so they couldn't get to them safely. Um, so the Beltrami County Sheriff's Office had to go and use a uh, airboat to like go back and forth out to that yeah. ice sheet and yeah. rescue every single one of them. And it's not like a huge airboat. Like it looked like probably only a couple guys could go on there at one time. Um, but by they did end up getting everybody off there. Nobody was hurt. But boy, you jump in the comment section on that story, and people just lose their minds. Yeah. They're either like, yeah. "You're so dumb. Why are you on the ice?" Versus other people going, "Shut up! It's like the time of year. We can ice fish now." And I'm not yeah. taking a side on either one of them because it's uh it's very divisive. I've never been ice fishing. Is it fun? No. I don't. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> It's not at all. You cut a hole in the ice and you sit there and most people just sit there and drink beer and you wait for the little flag to come up. Like people want to. What, Brittany? It's fun. It is fun. I'm not even a drinker and I went ice fishing. It's fun. I don't think I could be out there forever or be in those little houses. Because it's not fun. We've done it and it's, it's a blast. I think one problem I have is I don't like fish. That might be a big part of it. Like yeah, fish. and then to kind of be cold while you're catching the mm -hmm. fish, it yeah. is. Um, but <laughs> theoretically, the people who do it right got it, have either got like a whole freaking fish house and like it's on wheels and it's like a freaking camper. It's like a bar out there. Yeah. Like you go yeah. in and freaking heater and bar set up, right. big they screen gotta... TV, like they got the whole bit. Which so. at that point, is it even really ice fishing? You just wanted right. to go to a bar right. and watch the game away from yeah. your life. Yeah, right. <laughs> But I would say those guys uh, and gals, if there are gals out there uh, on Upper Red Lake, they, it, the ice was thin enough where they couldn't take anything out there. So they knew, sure. yeah, like, yeah. they weren't able to put any shacks or anything out. It was just like it's um, still, you know, early in the season. But uh, what I was going to say, a bunch of people want to all – all the haters of the people who go fishing this time of year and had to get rescued are like, you should make them pay for it. You should make them pay for the rescue. Well, I get, I get. it's none of your business. What do you, why don't you just butt out? Yeah. How is it your business? People have very strong opinions about this, I learned. Yeah, so good. was there like the rest of the lake was open and they were just kind of on like the edge, kind of closer to shore that had that's ice on the, it? That's what I believe was the case. Because my rule of thumb is if you look out at the lake and only half of it is frozen, <laughs> you, you don't water? go out on that lake. Yeah, yeah, that's my rule of thumb, too. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see, like, a, 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 something the size of a semi-truck driving out there and not falling through the ice, and then I'll be like, okay, I might go out. Yeah. I had a friend that once tried to drive across Lake Minnetonka in the dead of winter. It was very cold out, but he didn't realize one thing, and he found out very quickly you can drive on the lake all you want, but do not try to go under a bridge. Those channels are 
Mm. They are notorious for they are. people going into the ice and, and people die doing that. Like oh, it yeah. happens, it happens a lot out there. And you'd think from anybody who's been around for even a little amount of time, it is, it always happens out there in those channels, but it does. Yeah. You can't go under a bridge in your car on the ice. Even if the ice is thick out in the lake, it's not that thick under a bridge. So don't I do had it. to go out and rescue my then 17 year old a couple of years ago who oh. decided to go drive out on the ice one night. They were taking a path. It was sort you know, it wasn't like they were out driving in the middle, but mm-hmm. the car was definitely not, it got high centered on some of the snow and oh my God, the phone rang. It was like 1230. I was so freaking mad. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, be calm. That's not going to help. Got in, got in the truck, went over there, basically used the truck to push them off over the snow. Did not say a word to them, loaded them up in the car, did not say a word to them until the next day when, uh, you know, holy hell was unleashed but oh my god just imagine you out there just like aggressively pointing like in the car so freaking pissed i'm still pissed about it thinking about it today i'm like what what would you think that car should be doing out there on the ice it is a prius what were you thinking yeah the big doe um we'll close with this i have a question for you because i don't know why this is yeah why do i like ocean fish well i like all that you know the crabs and lobster and shrimp and all that stuff anyway but I like ocean fish, but I do not like lake fish. Why would that be? Gosh, I, that's a tough one. I know sometimes the lake fish can be a little bony if you're not. Yeah. If they're not cleaned. I mean, if you fillet a walleye, you won't generally have any bones. But a lot of the other fish get a little bony, and maybe that's maybe that's a hang up for you, or I, it's what, what you're accustomed to. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm gonna say something controversial. I don't really like fish all that much at all. Well, I got to be honest with did you. I grew up Catholic, so I had to eat fish every Friday the whole time I was in grade school through yeah. middle school. I, I don't remember when they changed it. You could just eat meat on Fridays as a Catholic, but it was a long time ago. But so maybe that was part of it too. You have to eat fish every Friday. Maybe that's why I hate it. I bet it. I bet that's it. It could be. It could be. All right. Any closing words, sir? Uh, nope. I um, just uh, don't let the Eddie Mc. Yeti, Yeti scare you again today or ah! <laughs> I popped her back up. <laughs> that worked for me. That was a good, that was about a nanosecond. It was up there and he still screamed. That was even more frightening that way. <laughs> ah! He's, he's haunting. He sees you when you're sleeping. Stay with me. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Have a good day. Thanks a lot, Chris. Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert bringing home the bacon, as they say. It is kind of weird. Maybe that's why it is, because I was forced to eat lake fish every Friday, and I probably that's probably why I don't like it. That's yeah. got to be it, right? Just the mm-hmm. like the constant, like it was in your nature, and then as you grew up and I guess like your taste buds over time evolve as well. Whereas like you don't like maybe a, a certain vegetable as a kid. And then for like, I didn't like yeah. Brussels sprouts. I yeah. really enjoy Brussels sprouts. Now over yep. time, it like your body's like, eh, okay, you had this for so long. This is no longer in our diet. Now you just can't do fish altogether. You guys did a, did the proper job by the way. Cause I told a bunch of other friends that one time that I don't like lake fish, but I like ocean fish. 
And they said, well, you know, every Friday, why don't you just eat like shrimp or lobster? I lived in North Minneapolis. They didn't have shrimp or lobster, you dumb bastard. I mean, I, I got to think the first time I ever saw a shrimp, I don't even know where it was. They didn't have shrimp right. in the yeah. deli and I'm a little kid, and somebody was like, you should just eat shrimp or lobster every Friday. I'd be like, what are you, rich? Like, I can't Exactly. Well, exactly. I live in Eden Prairie, and I still can't say that, like, shrimp and lobster are a mainstay on our right. routine meals. The shrimp I can afford is going to make me sick. Right. Well, the little tiny ones, I hate the little <laughs> tiny yeah. ones. Okay. Bag of frozen <laughs> shrimp. Hear me yes. out, though. Costco has like a shrimp appetizer. It's pretty affordable and it gives you really? quite a bit of good size shrimp. Brittany, what's that sandwich they have that's so damn good at, at Costco? I don't There's know. a sandwich. It's like on a submarine kind of look, sub sandwich. God, I don't, they have a name for it, but I can't remember. Somebody will call in and let us know. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. I love Costco. I'm a huge Costco fan. I don't even know Same. why. Same. I love Costco. I think it's, again, I said this before, but I'll say it again. I think it's the 55-gallon drum of cheese balls. I think that's what it is. We've been on the big salmon kick lately, and it, you oh, okay. pay 25 bucks for, like, pretty much a set, I mean, a giant piece of salmon. And, okay. uh, yeah, it's uh, it's insanely good. You eat smoked salmon? I do. We, I mean, I do anything. I'm a garbage person. Um, but we. I don't smoke it. I usually just... Put it on the grill. No, I mean pre-smoked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I smoked like smoked salmon. Is phenomenal. So good. No question about it. What is that? In Motley, they have this Morty's. Uh... He just did a different kind of smoking over there. Well, in yeah, the that, she smokes it. <laughs> yeah, it was the way that she said it made me think of like her rolling up <laughs> like, a dubious salmon or something. Like salmon, smoke them if you got them. <laughs> smoke them if you got them, ladies and gentlemen. You should name a cigarette salmon. Smoke salmon. Yeah. Yeah. A good idea. It's a great plan. Suppose you better take a break because we're coming to the end of the hour here. Boy, that hour flew by quickly. Guys, you guys must have actually been pleasant for once. What happened? For why are you in such a good mood? I don't know. Christmas coming up six days. Is that That's why? It. Could be. Christmas. Do you guys always watch Charlie Brown Christmas every year? I don't think I've seen it in 15, oh, 20 years. I watch it every year. I love Charlie Brown. Well, first of all, Charles Schultz was a St. Paul guy. He's our kind of guy. He's our kind of guy. What is the? Pr I can't One even tell you the us. plot. Tell of me the plot of it. Charlie Brown. Brown wants something for Christmas and gets the ugliest Christmas tree. It looks like a twig with like one branch hanging mm -hmm. off. It's like <laughs> drooping to the side. It's yeah. Drooping to the side. I love those. I love peanuts. Charlie Brown. I I've always been a fan, and I I didn't even know that Charles Schultz was from St. Paul. I just always like it's got an edge to it, like a smart ass edge to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I liked Linus because I have a blankie and he has a blankie, yep. so I always really appreciate Linus just bringing his blankie places. I wish I was I that understand. brave. Well, Fawny still does it. Fawny's still got a blankie and she's seven years old, for Christ's sake. So Fawny has used me as an excuse uh, many times because uh, <laughs> Alex will be like, "Yeah, you know, Fonzo's a blanket." And she was like, well, Brittany still has her blanket. And I'm like, I can't fight that. Like, <laughs> Exactly. She's a, you're a little older than Fawn. Not much, but a little. Just a, ta just a touch, yeah. Just a touch. We shall take a break. Be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that, that hour flew by. You have all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King pillows. The original My Slippers and the My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. 
The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two, tan, uh, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. What do you think of that, ladies and gentlemen? I'm a paid endorser. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years. I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable because they do. Why? Sabre does everything the right way. That's why. And they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it at the fair price, keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That is S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. 